0: to you live from occupied Tongva land in Long Beach California this is wait why am I talking podcasts I'm Vic and Miles how you doing today I'm good I'm good the summer is about I've been socializing
1: more which is fun went ratting the other day which is great you know trying to trying to scope out the rats in the alley alleyway rats um first time doing
0: it no rats sighted but uh it was a good time. Good time. Alleyway rats. Are you talking about the city council meeting? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Well, that that's too easy, you know. Uh what up, Jordan? How you doing?
2: Hey, pretty good. Able to uh go out and do stuff, which is weird. I just texted a friend and they said they were busy tomorrow. And I was like, <laughs> Oh, that's weird, man. And like not with work, just like a social plan. Yeah. I was like, that's weird. Um Uh, Also, trying to avoid Miles taking me ratting. I don't. I don't know why he likes to look at rats and alleys. But good for you, buddy. Uh, What about you, Big?
0: I'm right. Like talking about doing shit. I got like a family party to go to. Like, you know, one of my good friends out here. His kid is having a birthday. Last year, the birthday was literally four of us with masks on and you know, sharing a cupcake. This year is a real kids party. So it's wild getting back to quote unquote normal, but here we are. The numbers are going down. That's a good thing, right?
2: Yeah. That's, that's, yeah, that's great. Your, uh, your kid can, uh, get in a bouncy house and, uh, you know, i f- get into whatever mischief children do in there
0: yeah all right it's it's wild but hey we're on the other side of it we're alive we're breathing capitalism is still on our necks and so what do we got today y'all what do we got I heard y'all went to a city council meeting the long beach city council meeting <laughs>
2: you can say that Vic.
1: <laughs> um more like uh tenants got turned away from going into a city
2: council meeting Uh, It was an unofficial city council meeting of a Mary's and Dejas fundraiser uh, sponsored by uh, literally a landlord firm uh, and the mayor and a few other ghouls. Today we wanted to talk about the issue in Long Beach that's been bubbling up for a while, the substantial remiado loophole, the fight to get that uh, removed so that tenants in buildings like the Daisy Building, there's three buildings striking, don't get evicted. And then our last uh, thing here is we wanted to talk a little bit about the Long Beach City Council's obsession with not dealing with this instead of dealing with the fireworks.
1: Basically, in 2000, for those who aren't local, 2019, the state of California passed a rent control statewide. And so a lot of cities, a lot of different governments uh, scrambled to pass just cause eviction uh, laws where basically landlords couldn't just kick you out. Landlords just couldn't pick, kick you out and um, then hike up the rent.
2: Which is like, Classic Long Beach City Council because it's like they didn't do it it, to protect tenants. They, of their own volition, they did it because like the state outmaneuvered them from the left. Yeah, and they had to like fill the legal, the giant legal gap left in that legislation. Like, not not even barely doing their you know due diligence there.
1: Right, right, and and you know they they did it because there was a pressure from the local housing organizers. But of course, they leave a a loophole, a way for landlords to kick people out anyway. So this loophole is pretty much, it's a, it's called the substantial remodel loophole. And it's a mechanism by which if there's significant, supposed to be very significant, significant repairs or or renovations that need to occur, then that is a just cause to evict tenants en masse from a building so that a developer or landlord can fix those things. This could include, this could include toxic mold in their in their homes um which i mean if you ever have lived in a uh place that's uh who your landlord's like a slumlord you know they let toxic mold build up they won't necessarily take care of that stuff regardless the the tenants that are organizing the 64th street resistance daisy resistance the orange resistance uh with long beach tenants union and mad shout out mad props to them because they've been fighting this fight for a long time um Pretty much they've been receiving uh these eviction notices for things like uh, renovations like uh changing countertops uh basically things that are, are not substantial remodel so um the tenants with some organizers from lbtu they've been fighting this for at least a year since last summer and uh pretty much like hundreds of families stand to be evicted through this loophole and we really need one got to close this loophole, got to got to get rid of it. And some of these buildings, they need a retroactive eviction moratorium because they've already been served these eviction notices um, for this substantial remodel, uh, substantial remodel, just cause of um, loophole that exists within our just cause eviction ordinance. So that's like the rough strokes of what the substantial remodel loophole is for uh, y'all out there.
0: Got you. So when they pass like the rent control, that was, like, snuck in there as a way to, like, you know, basically go around it, loop around the rent control.
2: Yeah. And just to be clear, like you said, the state did the the very moderate rent control, I would say. Not even the city, you know? Right. Um, and the other thing about this is, like, again, like Miles said, this isn't theoretical. Like, you know, council members and liberals love to, like, bullshit around, like, well that's like an edge case that wouldn't really happen to people. It's like, well, there's already like 300 people or like, you know, hundreds of people we know about that are getting kicked out under this shit. Like we don't even know about the others. Like this isn't, it's already happening. This isn't like a point of debate. Like,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, to me, it feels like a lot of elected officials, like they rely on the alienation and like description of people's just numbers. Right. Because because they're like, oh, it's only a couple hundred people getting evicted. Like there's five hundred thousand people in this family in this city. So like whatever, like we're going to sort of serve the interests of the people that donate to our uh, campaign coffers. So for them, it's just just like more numbers on a sheet.
0: Yeah. And it's like. If you are comfortable, like you don't really care about loopholes. You know what I mean? If you're set in your spot and you own your house, like the loophole doesn't mean anything. But now we have 300 people with this thing hanging over their fucking heads. At least. At least 300. There's probably many more across Long Beach. Don't even know about. And now you're going to try to find new housing in Long Beach. During the pandemic, the rents did not go down. I'm looking at rent prices all the time. We looked at housing prices. They're not going down. So... It's right. fucking crazy. Yeah, It's like the misery continues.
1: And a lot of places ask for like two or three months rent, especially for tenants who potentially have bad credit or, or don't have good credit or whatever. Um, two or three months rent in
2: some of these places is unachievable. Well, that's the crazy thing about this. is like, so the way the just cause eviction thing works in the city, it's, it's, it's not even like this thing where it's like, okay, here are these rules that make it so you cannot get evicted. It literally, the way it works is here are rules where you get like a payout of like a month's rent or, you know, some moderate, not very large amount of money for being kicked out for renovations or, or whatever, or raising rents or whatever the landlord's doing. So they can raise your rent and then just kick you out anyway. They just have to give you like a a fee basically. So it's not even truly an eviction protection. Right, right. They got to, they
1: got to pay you some money so you can relocate.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's not a protection whatsoever. Seems like a slight little carve out for developers or potential developers.
1: Right. And, and uh, in terms of this remodel loophole, like getting, getting to the decision makers. Um, so one, one like big angle to this all is Cindy Allen. Woo, Cindy Allen, top cop.
2: Woohoo. Um,
1: one of her campaign promises was to close this loophole. That was one of her big campaign promises. So um, that's been a lot of the pressure around this has been focused on on her. Um, but they're not the only person who has affected uh, Long Beach residents in their district. It's also the Daisy Building and Mary's and Dejas districts Council District one, who which is they're directly affected. So let's back it up one step. Sure,
2: sure. <clears throat> These three buildings have been asking the city council for like over a year. Close to two years to close this eviction loophole, right? Mm-hmm. Um, tenants have been going to city council meetings. They've been sending in comments. I think there's even been a few meetings with some council members that they were just like, oh, I don't give a whatever, dude. Uh, like, they've been doing it, quote unquote, the right way. There's been a few protests. Long story short, the council doesn't give a shit. They haven't agendized it. They don't fucking care. Uh, so what did Council Member Mary Zadejas do? She decided to spring into action. She said, you know what? I'm having my reelection campaign. So how about, and this happened on Thursday, I have a fundraiser literally with a landlord firm as one of the
0: sponsors, uh, Waterford and co.
2: That'll send the right message of who I care about.
0: Oh yeah. She cares about the plantation owners.
2: Yeah. Expl- it's on the poster dude of the event and it costs $150 minimum to get in. Um, and it was at. I think, wait, wait, I think it was 125, Jordan. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I should be. <laughs> it was for moderate income people. Uh, hosted by the mayor, uh, some d- developer guys whose names I won't even repeat. The Waterford
0: Company. Yeah, like yo. I'm sorry, but like yo, I I have an okay career. I get by and I like politics and I don't mind spending money on the politics that I like. But like, how the fuck would I spend $125 on a contribution, on a campaign contribution? I've never gave Bernie that much fucking money. So I'm gonna give Mary's and Dejas that money? That's not meant for people like me, you know what I mean? No, That's meant no, for no. people who make over a hundred grand who could just be like, oh, okay, Mary, here's $125 bam that goes against the small donation model and like yo for me you're gonna hear this over and over again bernie was the fucking roadmap so if you you call yourself a democrat and you're not like trying to be not a corporate dem but you're fucking getting suggested campaign donations for 125 dollars, come on now like so this all culminated in thursday we found out last minute that
2: she was doing this f- fundraiser with these ghouls at Portuguese Bend in downtown, uh, which, for those of you who don't know, is kind of like a swanky.
0: Uh, like, Jordan texted me to be like, hey, are you available to go? But I was working. I was so giddy and excited because all I read was Mary's in House and I knew exactly what was going on. I was like, <laughs> we're opening up, <laughs> and we're going to go down there and talk to her and just see the grossness up front. It's always fucking... Yeah. Sick to see the grossness up front. But Dude, it
2: was like the fucking purge down there. Of
0: course it was.
2: Of course. And I don't mean like the scene where people are in the mast. I mean like the scene with the rich people that are like
0: executing the poor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course it was. Yeah. It's oh, fucking creepy, man. Garcia. Come on, man. Please. Well,
2: it was at Portuguese Bend, which is like this kind of sh- swanky distillery restaurant place, which I like. I've been there. Like, you know, it's not exactly affordable, but if you want to go to a nice evening, whatever. Uh, But they they were like, hey, great idea. We'll do it out on the patio, which is great because we've been ever since that place opened. I've always and I've seen Robert Garcia there. I thought wouldn't be great if they did an event here because it'd be right on the public right away. But and and I want to just pause real
1: quick by patio. They mean the public street, which has been given to Portuguese. bet. yes, yes, it's on the street that (laughs) they closed off patio in quotes. Which was, at the time, actually described to us, or argued to us, as being part of the property of Portuguese Bend. Okay.
2: So before we get into right. that, before we get yeah. into that, just what quick before, let's give a little background, like about the on. people who funded, funded this, here. Sean Rawson and Waterford Company. Okay. All right. No, why not? They're the funders of this event. They're literally the hosts. It's on the poster. I'm not making this up. Okay. Um, why would they back Mary Zendejas? What makes her so special? Well, they own the ocean air apartment building on on uh, Ocean Street in downtown. And do you guys know what was happening with that? I did not. I did not no. know. I don't know. What's up? OK, so this building is like this really fucking swanky building that was built in 2019 in downtown. It's like how much this, how much for one bedroom? Uh, you uh,
1: starts at starts at two thousand five hundred dollars for uh, one bedroom uh, starting price. Uh, Affordable, affordable, right? That's like what
2: that would a. Dude, the two bedrooms thirty five hundred. The two bedrooms thirty five hundred. It's even more. The studio you have to make six figures to live in. It's twenty three
0: hundred a month. God damn it! God damn! They, the studio doesn't even have a separate kitchen. And live in a studio, you got to make six figures in Long Beach, California. They're always in the eye line side of your fucking oven, man. <laughs> God
2: damn. Dude, like this is the thing. So this building only has since 2019 like a supposedly 70% occupancy rate according to the owners, which which is Waterford Co, by the way, I should mention that. Wa- or Waterford Property Company, the people who um, have sponsored Mary's uh, fundraiser. Yeah, and are donating to her.
0: Own this building. Wait, wait. Donating, donating blood to Mary, what'd you say? Sorry, what? Are they donating children's blood to Mary? (laughs) They are more
2: ethical than what they are doing.
0: Jesus Christ. All right, check this out. The co-founder of Waterford Property Company, Sean Rawson, is a leader in a multifamily residential industry. What Ah. is a multifamily residential industry? What the fuck is that?
1: You said it. It's sucking the lifeblood and uh, accepting
2: children's sacrifice from all the tenants in California. It's like sticking a suction
0: pump into the local economy to suck money out. Over the course of his career, Mr. Rawson has sourced, entitled, and developed a billion in real estate transactions. Since forming Waterford in 2013, Mr. Rawson has acquired, developed nearly 5,000 residential units in California. He's the fucking problem. This gentrifying fuck is the problem. Like, literally, like, is the problem. You're looking at it. Yeah. Where do we go with the pitchforks?
2: think <laughs> you're being very rude. Read the next
0: sentence. No, I don't want to. I really oh, I'll to. read
2: it. Mr. Rawson is also an expert in the development of a development and financing of affordable housing. Since starting Waterford, the company has developed over $200 million wow. of affordable housing projects. Yep. Uh,
0: Why did you it, read that? In their
2: portfolio, Ocean Air is part of their
0: affordable essential housing project. No, man. You can't fucking have it both ways. You can't have it both ways. You can't sit here and tell me you're a business leader. You develop. You make billions. But on the side, wink, wink. Yeah, I do affordable housing, too. So I got you on that side, too. Get the fuck out of here, man. No, no. It don't work that way. So specifically, the
2: claim about Ocean Air being affordable, it, it will be true in the future. And here's why. Because that place only has 70% occupancy. It's bleeding money because it's, you know, like a classic gentrifier building that's way too expensive. Vacancy tax. Yeah, we need a vacancy tax. And so the city and Mary Zadejas decided, you know what? Uh, or, you know, probably if I had to imagine Waterford went to Zadejas and the other council members they own and said, hey, we need a bailout. So the city decided to fork over Uh, I think all total, the the initial buy is one hundred and forty four million. And then there's like forty one million dollars of lost revenue and taxes. But overall, you're talking real quick that
1: you can find uh, this um, article on the Long Beach Post by Jason Ruiz.
0: Put all the links in the show notes. Mm
2: -hmm. So it's almost two hundred million dollar bailout. Yeah, definitely. This is actually a a quite short and good article. uh, Shockingly from the post. It, it lays out the fact that this whole bailout to them is like going to cost millions of dollars. So they still make money by the way, on the building that they can't make money on or refuse to lower rents in general. So instead of putting in a vacancy tax to force them to lower the rents, the city's just going to buy the building in, uh, in cash from them. well through bonds, whatever, who gives a shit and uh, make sure that Waterford still makes a profit and gets out of there. And now the city's holding the bag on this fucked up building. That's going to like decay anyway. Cause it was built with like toothpicks.
0: Wow.
2: So you might yeah, be asking and, and
1: a key point here is they're they're going to try to make it uh, affordable for moderate income earners, right, which they have they have quite a few like details on it, but pretty much the lowest like spectrum that they represent the lower end of the spectrum is someone who makes sixty three thousand dollars a year, um, and <sighs> th- which is which is like, oh, OK, right, because <laughs> minimum wage earners make anywhere near that. Um, but and and they're planning to propose the proposed rents in this table. It's like for that for those earners, it would be $1,840 for a one person bedroom. To me, that's still really damn expensive. Yeah, it is. It's fucking hella expensive, right? So, I mean, like, even it, it's so interesting that even like this. This proposed like, OK, let's like municipalize this building and have it be, you know, coordinated and run by the go- by the government of Long Beach. It's still like their their imagination of what's affordable is still so off so far off the mark.
0: Yeah, like fucking Mary suggested donations the fuck out of here, like I'm a champion of Mary's and Day house and drop four hundred dollars to a fundraiser that I just have.
2: <laughs> and the, the really sinister thing about this is like looking at this chart, I Stumbled across another one of these buildings that's also doing this. Basically, the way this scam works is uh this building's just getting bought outright, but other ones get this massive tax break for doing this where they, they have moderate income. But you have to make at a minimum and you can make a very specific maximum. So you have to be within like a five thousand dollar range.
0: Oh lord. It's
2: not just that you have to be a certain amount of money. You have to be so like, for example, if I want a studio, I have to make exactly at another building that's cheaper, by the way, not Ocean Air, I have to make at least fifty-two thousand dollars a year. But if I make over sixty, I can't qualify because my income's too high.
0: Wow. Great. It's like what, fucking Pamela Harris,
2: the, the housing program. Like, you know, uh, what what was her thing? Um, Pell Hell Grant recipients and communities that open a business. It's like that for housing. That's can you explain that for, for folks?
0: It's too confusing to explain. Yeah, it's too confusing. It's, it's
2: neoliberalism. It's like insane Rube Goldberg shit. And my last point here on this is that, okay, you might say, all right, well, but you guys are always complaining about affordable housing. At least the city's putting money into it. Okay, let's look at the value we're getting out of this. You are reducing the rent slightly to rates that are like, what? what is this, like 30% reduction? It's going to cost the city and state government $4,800 per month per unit to do this. It's going to cost more than what the market rate rent was.
1: And there's 260 units in the building.
0: So it would have been cheaper just to buy it out and let people live in there for free.
2: Yes, actually (laughs) <laughs> it, would, it would have been cheaper to do a vacancy tax Vic, it would have been cheaper not to hire a Fucking management company like they're doing To manage it and do it through the city oh. It would have been cheaper to build a whole new fucking building Dude
0: It's <laughs> a Money suck
2: It's incredi- It's a bailout, it's like the fucking 2009 tarp bailout
0: Jesus Yo, what uh, district is married, number one right CD1 CD1 Ah
2: So this is why we showed up to this fucking fundraiser on Thursday with these people and uh let's just say they were not happy to see us. <laughs> little a little bit of an understatement. They were they were not that happy, no. We had tenants with us. Long yeah. story short, the people that really kicked us off with the tenants because they were like, Yeah, we want to go. Like this woman refuses to do, like really engage with us and like talk to us and like we want to go talk to her. So their idea was like, we just want to like talk to her. Right. Um, we had a feeling that she's probably not going to talk to us. So let's bring the bullhorns anyway, just in case. And turns out uh, she did not want to talk to those tenants.
1: Yeah, no, complete refusal to engage the tenants, at least Mary directly. She said, you know, some of her supporters came out and tried to engage us with like the oh, you know, let her speak, be respectful. And it's like, yo, we've been asking demanding to have meetings to talk with her directly, and like pretty much nothing has come up from come out of that for a year there hasn't been an agendizing of closing the loophole and it's like oh. when that's the case like you, you know you try all the other vectors of influencing things I've made city council comment twice the tenants have made city council comment we've tried to delegate Mary's and Dejas, multiple different um, City council people delegate just means visit them and talk with them like on a like face to face basis. And yeah, when nothing comes from those tactics, that's when you disrupt cocktail hour. Sorry, can't have a cocktail fundraiser for someone who's in bed with uh, uh, landlords when you're not protecting tenants.
0: Wait up. When Sean Rawson wanted a fucking meeting with Mary, he had like a pint of fetal blood. Did you bring that too? Like, that's, uh, that's, you know, we forgot those, it. We forgot it. Those vampiric terms. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> so, just real quick,
2: I want to play a little clip of us at the event. Uh, when we showed up and, you know, the tenants, we had four tenants with us and we asked, you know, the tenants want to speak to Mary. The event was already underway and they were like no like you can't get in you're not you you where's your 125 so uh, i'm gonna play a little clip of how respectfully the campaign staffers and whatever these other freaks are uh treated these tenants Close the Close the Close the Close the Close the that's them cheering to try to drown us out, Mary speaking.
0: Mary, we are here to the right. constituents of yours, District 1, who are being evicted. We've we met with you repeatedly. We have given protests, we've been to your apartment,
2: delivered letters, written by
0: the and you have done nothing. you promised to agendize an item.
2: We promised to speak on an item. Man, we're here because families are being evicted. Up to a <laughs> so, hundred families are being evicted. If so, you just hang on for one minute be respectful. Respectful? Fuck you, Respect. man. Respect. <laughs> Did you guys get that
0: last part? Could you hang on
2: for one minute and be respectful? Wow. <laughs> Dude, that's the line. That's the line. you fucking kidding me. There's literally later, not at that very second, there's a, literally a tenant crying, crying because she's being evicted. And these fucking freaks are sitting there drinking their fucking cocktails paid for, by the way, by Waterford and the uh, money they make from evictions and like the city and whatever other bullshit, right? It is blood money, okay? And they're just like, they're happy. They're having a good time. You know, like they don't give a shit. Yeah, yeah. And and, you know that, their staff or
1: whoever was speaking at the time, they said that Mary closed the loophole. Like, no, no, they haven't even agendized. They haven't talked about they haven't had an official vote. Nothing has been closed. And it, ju- it just goes to show you, like, yeah, these capitalist credence, liberals in bed with money, they'll, they'll just say whatever to try to get you to stop. And, yep. um, you know, this is a, this is an important point, like, at least for my conversations with tenants, like they're fed up. Because, you know, we, we talk to them. We're like, hey, you know, what do we do if they're like, oh, we're going to do this for you? They're like, well, we, we still need to keep disrupting because they haven't done anything for a year. Right. So we can't trust them. We can't trust them to do what they said. Like, we have to keep disrupting and like totally on board with that idea. That's a really brave idea. And 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 it's great. It's great that they're there because, I mean, you know, pretty much nothing has worked thus far. The tactics thus far have not worked. And there was an extension of the eviction moratorium. So we got some more time we have until sept- September. But if the his- history is any example, the Long Beach City Council is just going to try kicking this can down the road for as long as they possibly can. Oh, It was it
2: also wasn't the council it was the state who did that.
1: Anyway. yeah, it, oh, yes, it was the state that did that. So like, yeah, that one of the demands on the council this whole time has been like extend the eviction moratorium past June 30th, because that's when it was going to expire in uh, in the, across the country. Um, And they didn't do that. They didn't do that. They were going to let that expire on June 30th. And a lot of this action that was motivated by the fact that like pretty much, okay, these families are going to get like start this eviction process for these families. will start June 30th. And only by the grace of the California state has it been extended. So like, yeah, Mary's a coward. These city council people are cowards. They're not going to, they're not willing to actually fight for tenant rights. So yeah, I would, I would go disrupt cocktail hour a million times over.
0: Oh, yeah. Fuck that. Fuck their brunch. Like, we know, after like last year of all the protesting, people know what protesting's about. People know what car caravan's about. We've been to their neighborhoods. We've been to their houses, and it's just going to be a continuance of that. Period. Point blank. And like, we talk about, you know, working class people getting support electorally. Yo, man, DSA Long Beach is heavily concentrated in District 1. Yeah, like, you know, I'm down to like reach out, expand outreach, go out to Carson and Compton and like, you know, expand. But the things as they stand now, this is where we're highly concentrated. And fuck honestly,
2: it. yeah, she's only been elected by like what, like 400 votes or whatever. It's like I think the margin, margin, margin was only me. in the two hundreds. Like I want a chapter of DSA Long Beach has a bigger Democratic mandate than she does. Yeah. more DSA members than Marys the Deus
0: voters. Like, you know, I want to expand. I definitely want to change the demographics and the way we look as an organization, DSA Long Beach. But, like, here we are now in 2021, and this is where we're concentrated, all hands on deck to get this fucking ghoul out of here, you know? And I know there are fucking chapter members who want to run in CB1.
1: I think we can do both. I think we can do both. It's it's uh, I, I agree with you. I, I think even just, you know, this this was a smaller action directly targeted. And I, I think things like this are, are quite effective. Like oh. people, people on the street who are around were just like,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. They were all they were all down with it. Oh, um, people on the street know cancel rent. They know what that means now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. As, uh, before the lockdown, we're just some freaks on the street fucking yelling about. Now people know exactly what we're talking about.
2: The the craziest thing about this is uh, I won't mention it by name for obvious reasons that'll become clear, but uh when we were there there was a security guard who uh let's just say got pretty aggressive with us and like was lying and being like it's just private property you got to leave. All the classic bullshit, but also like shoving people and like threatening to get like fight us whatever. Okay, going in a little wild. What'd you say?
0: I wish I was there,
2: dude. Vic, I feel like I went to the Vic boot camp. Like, I, cause you know the things we've done in the past, like at the Cindy Allen police thing uh, at her campaign office, and even things like Mardi Gras. I'm like, oh, I don't mind being booed. Like, fuck you. Like, I'm good. Like, <laughs> yeah, ex- exactly. I was having a great time, and because of like the, the honestly, you taught me that, Vic. Like, oh, I don't have to give a shit. I fucking hate you. Like,
0: <laughs> shit, yeah. libs, go ahead and boo me, please. I'm different. That's- I want everyone to know that
2: they're going to.
1: Yeah, it's it's totally fine to be an asshole. Like, I think this is we've talked about this in the past. Like, if the left is going to get some wins, like we're going to be called assholes. We're going to be called disrespectful. And it's like, just got to not care about that.
2: Like, who cares? They said that to us. That was their big line. Right. Not really that kind of disagreeing with what we said, but more like like this respectability politics thing of like, like at one point, a woman yelled at us. You're disrespecting a woman of color. And we're like, oh, oh, oh,
0: no, no, they didn't say that. That's not. Yes, it's an actual it's an actual thing. A woman said to us. Oh, my God. Yes. Oh, my. Uh.
1: Yeah. and, And this is and this is how effective the liberal strategy of making everything instead of about the actual issues that are issues that are materially affecting working class people's lives instead of it be politics being about that. It's yeah, it's just now about identity politics. It's like, well, okay, we're just going to straw man everything you are talking about and trying to argue about and trying to win as just being about identity politics. Oh, you're not here because people are getting (laughs) evicted and you want to you want to prevent those people from being evicted. You're here just because you're white guys who want to disparage, you know, a, a woman of color. And it's like that is the most bad faith argument that is just there to justify the fact that like you now realize probably subconsciously that like oh yep. damn i'm on the side of like gentrifiers and developers yeah. Yeah. aren't
0: i exactly you're shit lib you're shit lib and your mind doesn't know how to fucking process that so you're calling out white dudes really oh and now you go home and say yeah i called out a bunch of white dudes and they've married
2: and the fucking the like totally ignoring by the way the like not to tokenize them but the minorities that were there as well like just totally ignoring them like not to say that that would justify it if we were being
0: white supremacists which we're not but it's just like they they're here they're right next to us like what are you talking What by that claim that you're a white man putting them down there and be like oh yeah you guys are racist but you're rolling with fucking immigrants right now so you know what i mean so that doesn't make sense it doesn't compute part right there on its face
2: the last thing i want to say on it because it was a it, honestly, it was fun. We were really annoying. We achieved our goal of like. Wait, really wait, wait, Jordan. We do. We falling. derailed
1: you from your point about um the security.
2: Well, that's what I was. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. We 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 achieved our goal of putting really Paul in the evening. I must say, but the security guard, you know, he was very aggressive with us. He was yelling at us. Uh, you know, some people got pretty heated. Whatever. He, he was doing his job. He, he in his you know as he conceived of it. And, you know, whatever. Obviously, the guy was working class, so. One of the people that was there uh, talked to him later because one, one of our folks that were there in the Long Beach Tenant Union was, uh, lives in downtown and sees this guy around and says to me after, man, that's so weird. That guy's usually really nice to me when I see him around at the parking structure or whatever. And he ran into him later. He sends us a selfie with the security guard. They're both smiling. And he's like, oh, I talked to this guy. And he said, you know, I'm sorry things got so heated. I was just trying to do my job. My mom's actually getting evicted from an illegal rent increase on the fucking west side, dude. Wow. This sounds like something I would make up, doesn't it?
0: And yeah, when your mom's getting evicted, you're a little fucking tense at work. I could see that.
2: But that's the thing. It's like every single one of these people is affected by the same fucking issue as us. Wow.
0: Like, yeah. And, and that sucks
1: because you're you're sitting there working for these people who are literally like Maybe not directly instrumental, but are like totally on board with what your your mom is going through, and are instrumental in like facilitating that process of gentrification. So that that way, like five years, ten years from now, maybe you won't even be living in in Long Beach.
2: You'll just be bussing in. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the crazy thing. It's like it, that's workers, the power of workers solidarity. Like, if this guy really in the moment like pro- better understood what we were doing. Like I'm not saying he would have done anything different probably because he had to like he doesn't want to get fired, but like it really shows that the people protecting capital and the foot soldiers of it, except cops, of course, like a lot of the people sucked up in this system don't have the same class interests as the, the, the people we're criticizing and going after.
0: hmm And we're such devoid of looking at ourselves as class actors in this country. Yeah, right. Cause you got fucking people coming up to you calling you cis white dudes for fucking <laughs> We're trying to quiet a person of oh, color. Lord. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. As opposed to be like, yo, know, we're, it's us against them. Like literally yeah, literally us against them. Like that's how it is.
2: And just for the record, I want to be clear. If you're unclear about what our intention of the action was, the, the statement, you're disrespecting woman of color. The first part is totally true. We were there to be disrespectful. If they wouldn't meet with the tenants, like, we were being fucking rude. I said some rude things into that microphone on purpose to ruin your cocktail hour. Like I'm not trying to be nice. That's their thing. They're like, you're being rude. It's like, duh. Yeah. Why do you think I brought a yep. sign, asshole? Yeah. And you know, people were people were making argumentations like,
1: oh, you know, this isn't the right way to do it. This isn't the right <laughs> process you didn't fight for our freedom to protest
2: actually
0: you fought to occupy iraq
1: and historically the tenants and organizers have been trying the right way to do it and that has yielded zero results so exactly as jordan says like okay if that doesn't work if like being nice quote unquote doing it the right way doesn't work well we got to try a different way to make it work and disruption is a different way not being respectful is a different way we, cool. we we finished it up um we've we basically for like the failure of all the council people to represent tenants we've been presenting them with community notices to vacate and quit the council because yeah they they just their failure to close the loophole failure to uh implement as an eviction moratorium and uh tenants before we bounced gave it on over to uh mary's campaign
0: that's what we could do. That's the power we have right now to disrupt some of these fucking ghouls as they try to enjoy their little fundraisers in public. And uh, lots of people going to have fundraisers in public because, you know, trying to put the like we're back open again, trying to normalize everything again, because you need to normalize shit for people to get back to work. The only reason this country got so many vaccines so quick is so motherfuckers to get back to work. You know what oh, I mean? Definitely. That's so definitely. We all know the game and Mary and that whole system is part of it. And this fucking vampire Sean Rawson is part of it is part of like keeping that whole shit going and they want to like put it out there at fucking Portuguese Ben. Hey, look at us. We're out here. We're doing it. Just give us $125. Shit.
2: My girlfriend was there too. And like, we're like, I don't think we're going to be going back here. <laughs> like, no, no, no. We, like Hell no. <laughs>
0: man they are ghouls and we need to just let people know they are ghouls and let them know the fucking evilness that they are doing the people that they're associated with sean rawson is a fucking vampire he's the reason shit is wrong in this country people like him literally people like him
2: if people are getting evicted from their homes armed police are coming to their doors to evict them like all this just insanely bad shit right that's been percolating because of you for decades you don't get to have cocktail hour on our fucking street and then be like, oh, shit, people are mad. Like, yeah, yeah people are fucking mad. We're just like the fucking first wave. You think we're the only people in Long Beach that are pissed about getting evicted and our rents going up? Yeah. Like we're a special interest group. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, I mean, I mean, yeah, that's that's what they a wish. A special we were. interest of 50 percent of the city. They, they wish we were a special interest group attending their cocktail hours, trying to play the inside <laughs> game like that. That is what they 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 strongly wish we were the hangar ons uh, And yeah, which which is part of why it's like it's so satisfying that we're we're building some steam around like these more outside tactics because we got to be confrontational. We got to be confrontational as hell with these people. Just every cocktail hour. That's right. Just dis- disrupt every cocktail hour
0: it goes boom shock a lot stop drop and roll one i'm ready to die for my plans like rogue one stand up and be real it's time for some action don't stand still with fear move and make it happen as the empire strikes back we resist with a passion i like say the white supremacist plus 30 lashes violence is the lesson from history past the present we wiped out a people
2: not- so you might be asking you know, like, ah, uh, you guys are being really hard on Marys and Dejas and the city council for not taking action on, uh, you know, the massive fucking eviction tsunami uh, and the housing situation. Well, let's talk a little bit about stuff that they, they are doing and they are focused on and a problem they are going to solve. Critical problems. Critical problems. Critical Vic, I want you to. I, are you aware of this problem?
0: Oh, the fireworks? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Nick, come on more more passion you're you yeah. the fireworks are your most important issue in your life I, I mean i was listening
1: to them at the council meeting and it it certainly motivated me i think fireworks are a problem now
0: well for those of you who don't know july 4th is coming up and we have a huge problem with the illegal fireworks the illegal fireworks come they're too loud they come from china watch out they might come <laughs> they over. <come from> <laughs> <laughs> they're coming over the border from mexico Exactly. Okay. So we have to watch out for these illegal fireworks. They don't have papers. They might- <laughs> <laughs> so just, yeah, every year, starting around the end of May, you see the signs start popping up about illegal fireworks. $3,000 fine, $1,000 fine. Fines, fines, fines about all these illegal fireworks happening the 4th of July. So I'm glad city council is spending a lot of time and energy taking care of these, all these illegal fireworks out there. Cause I feel safer now. Uh,
2: this is a perfect encapsulation of their neoliberal approach too, because the way they're doing this is like, instead of being like, okay, we're going to have a fireworks zone where people like set off the fireworks. So it's safe for the fire department. They're like, what if we just give the vice squad more money to deal with this? Uh, I've got a few quotes here that I wanted to play. Uh, and I couldn't even put in a, a small fraction of what they talked about because like they spent like two hours fucking, like, giving, like, the Gettysburg address every council member about this shit, because this is what old people call about.
0: Oh, yeah. Rex Richardson loves to get on his knees when the cops come around, you know? Come on, Rex, what do you got?
2: He bows down to them, that's for sure. It does have
1: a provision for that. Um, uh, To answer your question, if the alleyway is adjacent to a specific property where the individual goes, then that could be assessed as a violation. Well,
0: thank you, and uh, I think this a tool that we haven't had in prior years um, um, um you know I, I don't necessarily like to see enforcement um measures but this is one that that uh, has the attention of so many residents throughout our city i'm sorry pause that for a second like yo man yo brother like you sound like you're kowtowing to make white people feel comfortable bro put some fucking bass in your voice man like, for real, Rex. Like, that's not the way you talk to your family, Rex. That's not the way you talk to your family. The dude, you could fucking feel it. He's pulling down his blackness and bowing his head with every fucking word he says. That dude is so infuriating when he speaks. Because I've heard him talk. He knows how to fucking talk. He, he's a politician. He knows how to talk. But he gets in these meetings. He's stammering. He He's fucking uh, this, that. He sounds like fucking Woody Allen or some shit talking to these cops, man. It's fucking <laughs> ridiculous, dude. It's ridiculous what he does to himself in front of these fucking, in these meetings when it comes to power and standing up for people. Like, it's fucking nuts. But go ahead.
1: He, he appreciates this mechanism that's going to find landlords and then is probably going to cause retaliation, landlord retaliation against tenants.
2: Well, funny you say that. Uh, just wait for this next part. Um, I think it's
0: important for us to to send a strong message. But I think the the takeaway from this is you know, moving forward, if you choose to do uh, illegal fireworks in our city, you are putting your own housing at risk. Wow. Your own housing at risk.
1: Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. It's not even it's not even hidden. Right. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're threatening you with homelessness if you use fireworks.
0: So, Be prepared. Uh, July, in America. I use fireworks and I can get fucking evicted the fuck out of here, man. How does that make sense, dude? How does that fucking make sense? Oh, they're
1: going to be adding uh firework use as a just cause for isn't, is you know, a just cause for an eviction.
0: Yeah, this is so wild. And obviously, like, yo, growing up in New York, the coolest fucking fireworks shows were always in like the quote unquote, not the nicest part of town, to put it nicely. And there you go. That's where you go see the cool shit. And I move out here and I hear all these illegal fireworks, illegal fireworks everywhere. It's like, oh, this is just a tool to fuck with black people. Ah, yeah, That's I, exactly it. It's a tool to fuck with uh, black people. Now. And Long Beach is next to Lakewood, which is fucking like, yo, middle USA. Right. It it feels like yeah, it's like, yeah, USA. uh, (laughs) The Lakewood times change, but values don't.
2: Oh yeah, (laughs) I forgot about that slogan. Dog whistle. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is. uh, We're still a sundown city, just in case you weren't clear on that point. Uh Nick, you're in danger because you don't live far from Lakewood. Better (laughs) don't stop at the fucking Home Depot, man. At night,
0: serious in May, Lakewood starts putting up signs about illegal fireworks in May they start putting up signs and that's just an excuse summertime to fuck with poor folks Mm -hmm. and having a good time enjoying fucking fireworks literally.
2: But that's why the vice squad is being charged with this and given extra money because it's like they're just going to go to the same fucking neighborhood that they like pick up all the the black and brown kids for quote unquote drug shit, which means like they see a group of three of them and they're like, okay, God. With them boys, like yep. it's the same fucking guys, probably resting the same fucking teenagers that have nothing to do. By the way, because everything w- has been shut down for two years.
0: It's this is wild. It's like eating itself. It's like eating itself. A little tiny problem like illegal fireworks. What do you do? Oh, you threaten them with, you sick the landlords on them, and you stick the cops on them. That's fucking capitalism. That's like the definition of capitalism. Yeah, you lock them up.
1: Yeah, I mean it's it's an occupying force, right? We got that. We got the cops there and we got the we're we own the land now. This is just another tax for y'all. Wow. I
2: I have I have one last clip here.
1: My third question would be, is there a way to penalize or or legally discourage people from even participating in close proximity to illegal fireworks being (laughs) used? Um, from being complicit in in a way, um, you know, like if they're involved in, you know, the the whole um, show thing, like, is there a way that we can also um, cite them, even if it's like a $50 um, citation or something like that for those that are encouraging the firework lighters? If we wanted to do something like that, how we go
0: about it is there a way so to, to do something like that so my my kid is watching somebody fucking light fireworks and she's getting excited about it and she's happy about it now fucking this person that's a crime bitch that's a crime We're, yeah yeah um, citation Fifty dollars
2: citation. That's where it starts. Maybe it's the day house wants to put your nine year old child in prison for watching a fireworks show. <laughs> like this, this is what they care
0: about, citing people. This is what and who watches those shows? The people that can't go down to the fucking pier. Yes, and right. Whatever price it is to watch a fireworks show. So hey, I got a bunch of fireworks. I'm gonna set them off, and we're all gonna sit there and watch it. And that's it. Done. Last year, last fucking year, so many fireworks went off. We drove oh. up by the 110 and just watched Los Angeles fucking covered, covered in fireworks. All of them illegal because there was no event for quote-unquote legal fireworks. So all that illegal fireworks happened last summer. Did our society crumble down? Like, did do we need to now start finding people just to watch fireworks, Mary Zendejas? That's where... You saw this happening—the logical step of all of this. After we saw with our own eyes all the illegal fireworks last year, did you guys hear of the fucking deaths that happened in illegal fireworks? Did society break down? Did we not get back to fucking quote-unquote normal because we had all these illegal fireworks last year? But now we need new laws on the books, and to threaten people with their housing and a fifty-dollar fine for just watching illegal fireworks, Mary Zendehas, and. It, it's just further criminalization
1: of the of like the whole population. Lord, we we've increased the police state so that way you don't have to deal with as many illegal fireworks. And I think a crucial point here is like nothing they do is going to actually affect no! the rate of use of illegal no! fireworks. Like zip zilch. It's, it's going to do nothing. America.
0: And it's July Fourth. Like done. Yeah. That's it. Done. Like come on now. Like guns. I don't want guns. I wish all guns were fucking illegal. Were taken away. But guess what? I know this is fucking America. Guns are always going to be here. Point blank, no matter how, what I think about guns, guns are always going to be here. The same fucking thing with fireworks. If you can't see that fucking fireworks is an, an extension of gun culture in this country, like of shit going boom, of fucking gender <laughs> reveals. Like, yo, we like shit going up in this country. That's what it is. It's in the national anthem. It's part of the national mythos. How can you be yeah. so surprised that people do it? Yeah. And this is not going to stop. This is just the way to fuck with black people to fuck with and give more money to the police.
2: That's it. That's it. To, to finish up this clip here, we're going to have a radical leftist weigh in on the legality of fining people for sending off uh, <laughs> watching fireworks
1: to, to something like
2: that. Councilmember, this is
0: uh, city attorney. If I understand your mm-hmm. question correctly, um, this ordinance does not
2: Dude, imagine being yeah. the, the city attorney is an asshole, of course, but just like, just, just.
1: Oh, I can't man, imagine how is... many stupid questions they have to deal with. Dude, the city loses the so
2: much money losing lawsuits, and this is why. Um, it, it, this ordinance does not, uh, and I don't think legally you could craft an ordinance <laughs> that would um, cite someone who's watching a fireworks. It
0: may be somebody who's just walking by. Yeah, um, and maybe a, a resident or a neighbor.
1: this this is like how the fuck how the fuck does someone like mary get in people just never listen to her right she just had a bunch of vampire money and like rode the tide you know like venus coming out instead of water it was just fucking money and children's blood you know that put her into the seat like that's it yeah yeah like
2: yeah i i can't i can't i don't even like It's like so frustrating because it's like, oh, you you're you're mad at this person. It's like, yeah, like this is what they spend their time doing. Like this is their big issue. And like they don't even like being there's nothing wrong with being stupid. Like if you're stupid, God bless you. Nothing wrong with it. But the fact that you're sitting there as a puppet for capital and like you're just like sitting there like a child and being like. Uh, I don't want to talk about eviction. So, like, what if we made watching things illegal? Like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> yeah. I'm supposed to respect you. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Fuck that, man. Fuck
1: that. Yeah. No, no respect is deserved when you're like, let's criminalize the whole community that can hear a fireworks show. Let's do that. Oh. oh. The contradictions, the, the contradictions, the conflict, it's just not even obscured. You know, they've normalized it. They think it's great. They think they think it's like this is fantastic, wonderful, and it's just like, dude, if if more people listen to you, like you, you'd all be fucked. Yeah, right. you just rely right. on people pretty people having yeah. too much to do and like being like, I don't want to listen to this boring ass fucking oh. city council meeting, mm-hmm. and and just not listening. That's how you. That's how they get away with saying this stupid, egregious shit and 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 you know we were talking about like using the long beach issue as like a way to obscure and like avoid more substantial issues like substantial remodel right they they use other things too like like pot dispensaries I think I mentioned it a little bit earlier but like part part of like just to show the priorities and especially this is Mary again because this is in uh their council district they prioritize the I think the the week after the fireworks uh agendized issue on the city council meeting a a new dispensary a new dispensary the catalyst dispensary which uh, apparently mary has received thousands of dollars in donations from people involved and interested in the catalyst dispensary but they spent the next council meeting a whole 30 minutes talking about oh this is going to be great we're going to bring the catalyst dispensary to like pine street which by the way pine street is the completely gentrified like downtown area, which, yeah, I mean, it, there's, there's nothing relevant about it. And, and still, they haven't agendized the substantial remodel loophole, and, but they're like, okay, let's prioritize getting in the Catalyst dispensary, which, like, in terms of why, why this is big, is they already issued the permits for dispensaries in Long Beach. So this is, like, a special dispensation of permission to have a new dispensary in Long
2: Beach. Money talks, man. Money talks. I mean, they donated to her campaign. It's, and first off, before you say it, uh, you're being very negative. Yes, <laughs> we're being negative and disrespectful because it's like, it's we have to laugh because it's just like, like Vic said earlier, it's shitland brain. It's like it's like the contradictions are so, just blaringly obvious. It's not even subcontext anymore and you know people like zendejas who are just like fucking basically morons just like breeze through it the people at that event are like basically literally just like look away from it like look away from the crime kind of it's like this is what they do now it's like they just have to like live in a separate reality in order to keep like sleep at night or some of them that are a bit sharper like Bryce Richardson are like you know, fucking sweating like a key and peel sketch every time they fucking make a comment on the city council. They've been on and, and
1: turning away tenants, right? Turning away tenants from in. they went back into in person and tenants came down to the city council to be like, hey, we want to make in-person comments and turning them away.
0: I'm <laughs> so many things we'll have to say for after the pod, but
2: yeah, let's uh, let's wrap up. It's been a great episode. Uh, I think our theme accidentally became uh I don't know what to title this.
0: Like, yeah. Neoliberalism fucking upfront. Just fucking you introduce me to uh, this fucking, oh God, Sean Rawson, which I can't get out my head now.
2: Maybe we should title it Hell is Empty and the Devils.
0: Are uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Let's get some smarter devils. Rawson is a four year letterman on the men's varsity basketball.
2: <laughs> <laughs> of
0: course he is. Of course he is.
2: To close this out here, I want. The viewers at home can't see this in a second, but we'll drop a link. I just want to get all your organic reactions to, for our last thing here. I'm going to post the Waterford & Co. Uh, leadership page. I want you to, to click that link, guys, and just say the first thing that comes to mind.
0: Ah! Uh...
2: <laughs> <laughs> White guy, white guy, white guy, white, white,
1: guy, 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 white, white guy, guy, white guy, white guy, white guy, guy, white, guy. guy. Uh, white woman,
0: white woman. Holy shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, all right. So, those motherfuckers who talking about, yo, you're letting a person of color, you're disrupting a person of color, this is who that person oh is God. standing for a bunch of fucking white dudes. <laughs> A bunch of white dudes who are looking like a clan meeting. Get the fuck out of here, Mary's. Wearing the fucking same fucking suit, yeah. literally. Those same fucking suit. They are all are wearing the same suit. Oh, yeah, my God. Dude. And it's check it out. Funny. Yo, fucking your share, doesn't get to wear a tie because, you know, he's not like the other guy. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> out of here, Dude, man. This
2: shit is, but they, he's, the, he's the diversity the hire, you know? They're, supporting her. <laughs> they're giving her money.
0: And then you gotta they're put the women money. It has to be the last two. And the last yes. woman is the office manager. What <laughs> The fuck <out> <laughs> shit, It's right here in front of me. You got a bunch of white dudes on top, the woman at the bottom, the fucking brown guy, the quote-unquote brown guy can't wear a tie because, you know, he's not civilized. The fuck out of here, bro. <laughs> this is craziness, man. This is absolutely craziness. These are ghouls, bro. Uh, Oh, these the fuck out of here these are these are the ownership class these people yeah. right here uh-huh god damn it man what year is this what fucking year is this what plan <laughs> Did you just show me dude the fuck out of here man we don't give a shit about that how
2: do you get in a room with this guy and not think i'm in danger he's gonna eat my corpse <laughs> like, look at this fucking freak <laughs>
0: Oh, my God. Yo, and not for nothing, there's an Epstein tie in here. I know that.
2: <laughs> one of these guys has to have, like, oh, yeah. met him. There's, like, there's no way they're multi-million dollar real estate development guys who, some of them are from New York and, like, not. Oh, some well, I got to look at the flight logs because there's Phil Christian or one of these fuckers, Jeremy Borden. One of these fuckers has to be on the logs, man.
0: Yo, like, oh, God. Waterford Property Company has donated their time and money to the following nonprofit organizations. One of them being the U.S. Po- water Polo Association. <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: well, you know they're keeping water polo
0: alive, okay? The U.S.
2: Water Polo Association.
0: Not like this is a bad script. Is it real? Oh uh, fuck this for me. Real?
2: Yo, wh- <laughs> hey guys, we. We do a lot for the community. We fight the local (laughs) polo (laughs) team. And the private school.
1: They enjoy they enjoy the Olympic pool on Belmont Shore, you know. That's that's
2: where they operate out of. Absolutely nuts. Wow. All right. We should probably wrap it up.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Oh man. Yeah, yeah. When you it's one thing to talk about the beast, but when you fucking start going deep down and yep. going at websites and reading that shit. Yep. Like some necromancing going on, man. Yeah, dude, and you
2: go to their fucking cocktail hours and they're, like, trying to fucking avoid eye contact with the tenants. Like It's like, oh, ooh, you guys are bad people. Fuck. Yeah, on a yeah, personal
0: yeah. level as
1: well as political. This is some uh, Sixth Sense type shit. They don't see poor people, you know? Yeah, totally. Call to action is... Call uh if you live in Long Beach, call call one of your call your council person, figure it out. Um, call them, tell them to close the loophole.
2: Hey, folks, Jordan here from the future. I guess just wanted to mention that the Long Beach City Council actually did agendize the substantial remodel loophole after over a year of stonewalling, basically, and making no commitments and not doing anything. Uh, a couple days after the action at Mary's and Dejas's fundraiser, they're actually agendizing it. Now, uh, I'm not saying that to try to paint that action as the reason that it happened, but this is important context as to the current situation. Just wanted to mention that because we actually recorded this before that happened. The action at the fundraiser was on a Thursday, and then the following Monday, the city council announced that they are going to agendize this and consider it but obviously keep in mind they're using their bullshit neoliberal terms like stakeholders and landlords and tenants coming to some sort of agreement and stuff like that so check out the show notes for links to the long beach tenant union and ways you can get involved there i think they're going to be doing a drive for city council comments things like that but uh you know this is a big step forward and there's been a lot of steps to get here, but a lot more needs to be done. So I just wanted to add that so folks know the current situation. And that's going to be our call to action for this week.
1: Check out Long Beach Tenants Union, check out DSALB, get involved in some of this um, agitation on be- uh, with tenants and on behalf of tenants uh, so they don't get evicted and potentially end up living on the street with their kids.
0: Call to action. Got to get involved. It's not just about complaining. It's about putting your time and towards the goals you feel this word, this world needs. So, uh,
2: you know, it, don't let us give you a false impression. Just because our podcast is mostly complaining, because it would be really boring to make a podcast about what goes on in DSA meetings.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: you would not listen. I promise you.
0: No. No. Thanks for listening, y'all. And be sure to like, rate, and subscribe. Share this podcast with all your friends and family. And I am Vic. I'm Miles. I'm Jordan. And don't forget to ask yourself, wait, why why am I I talking? talking?